Hello, good evening everybody. We are heading for the 24th day of October 2022. My name is Kalishna Kitty and I invite everybody to go listen to my rants and raves. You'll see that I have been through a journey as everybody should. We live, we learn, we make mistakes, we try some new things and all the things that I have been talking about, whether they were the right things, the wrong things, all been my attempts to understand what's happening around me and to prepare. Ever since the first time, I'll be honest, I heard Alex Jones and started talking to people who had first-hand accounts of 9-11. This was way back in the mid-2000s. I knew people that were first responders at Ground Zero, knew people that were there that day, knew people at the Pentagon I've met over the years, um, knew someone that was directly there that day. I became a conspiracy realist. I've been down many, many rabbit holes. And no matter what, I went things with Alex Jones back in the mid-2000s. Police State 1234, Endgame. It was spot on. Freedom to fascism. I remember watching Aaron Russo. The first time I heard about Real ID made my blood just shiver. And I went down the rabbit hole so far. And... Like anything, you move away from things, if things happen in life, and we get complacent. In March 2020, I was hit with a sledgehammer, and I realized I was living what I always thought was going to happen. If you listen to my rants and raves, um, I also have been doing videos on Clapper. That is the non-communist part of social media, meaning it is the alternative to TikTok, although you can find me on TikTok as well. And on Clapper, I'm Kalishna Kitty SC. Now, I've, over this since March 2020, I have been trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. I spent a lot of time trying to listen to God, but then following my own intuitions and not really listening to him. And I've really had to step back and start to really listen to him. And there's an old saying, let go and let God. I've, I've been smacked with that now. And a lot of people have questions for me about that because I've been through so much and they'll say, hey, I thought you were involved in this, I thought you were involved in that, or why did you get involved in this, or just, you know how people are. And um, watch so many different things happen on Facebook and in person and people that I never thought would comply falling down and worshiping the golden calf. And so I have moved into making videos and podcasts on different topics as the Lord leads me because it all does tie together. 1984 is a spirit of oppression, a spirit of conformity, of totalitarianism compared to 19, you know, 1984 compared to 1776 spirit of freedom, of passion, of following God, of liberating, right? So it isn't just literal. Although 1984 by George Orwell has become an obsession with mine since the first time I read it in high school, and now I realize why. Um, I spent a few days moving on with my survival training, and I really want to talk about this. I have made this many, many times before. I did three clapper videos on battery boxes. I have a Duracell PowerCell 1440. I have a smaller Jackery model, and I just got the All Powers 2000 watt, 4000 surge uh, Monster Pro, up, Monster Upgraded. I'm sorry, the Monster Upgraded. And for those of you who don't know what a battery box is or a battery power bank, 
or battery power cells. Some people call them gasless generators, which are really not. It's basically a large lithium battery that you stores energy that you can use. My Jackery one is very, very light, very portable, um, but it isn't going to power, say, a microwave. I think it's up to, I don't know, maybe 400 watts, maybe. Um, I did, I'm just not sure. The Jackery, one thing I bought that one for was how light it is. It is great for um, recharging your cell phones, things like that. Um, an electric blanket, and, you know, 12 volt, but it's not going to do anything major, at least the model I have. I bought mine at Harbor Freight, I think for 290 something dollars. So it is a small unit, and the only way you can recharge it is through solar, which is actually, you know, what's going to be the best thing down the road, or with an AC current. I also have a power cell, a Duracell power cell, 440, 1440 um, current watts, meaning that can power up to about 1400 watts. Um, very heavy box. I didn't realize how heavy it was when I got it. So it weighs about 60 something pounds. I can basically, it's not easily maneuverable for me or for other women. I can lift it, but it's not something I'd want to transport back and forth. So after research, and because of my very limited budget, in fact, I could not afford to get the solar panels right now. I'm praying, just listening to God. I did have just enough to purchase off of eBay and All Powers, 2,000 watt um, monster upgraded battery power cell, power source. It is rated to 4,000 surge protection. And it's a pretty cool box. Um, the one thing I really liked about it is that it can be charged with a DC current in your car. And it, it worked. I mean, I, I was amazed. And it does come with a really cool app. Um, the only real downside to it is I didn't realize to use the AC current. It goes through this app, evidently. And through that uses Bluetooth. The Bluetooth is gone. I'm assuming the AC won't work on that box. But then you have DC and USB connectors and also solar. Now the Jackery and the Duracell power cell all do have um, solar capabilities. The Jackery does not have an inverter, so you'd have to have an inverter with that one. Now my Duracell power cell does come with the inverter and you can use two 100 watt um, solar panels hooked up to that. You can also add additional batteries and daisy chain it with some more power to charge. But again, I really like the all power because it can be plugged into DC current, which honestly cars, trucks, things like that have the cigarette lighters, it will power it and it's going to be much easier to set the fan to find a DC source and an AC source if the grid goes down because DC source we can create, I hate to say it, radio local auto zones, anywhere they have batteries, old junk vehicles get, you know, you can create things. I have been watching this stuff, Mythbusters, check it out, okay? There's so many resources, MacGyver kind of stuff, right? Um, so it's good and bad to always dip in power boxes. EcoFlow makes them bluetti. There's tons and tons and tons of them. A lot of the people that I have done some of this homesteading off-grid stuff stockpile these. Now, when I say stockpile, I'm not talking about, you know, not only 500, 600 of them, anything like that. But they do, whenever they have extra money, get another box and try different ones out. And then if they don't like them, they will resell them to somebody else or they keep them. Now, I will say... 
I understand why. Um, there's three phases to what I'm talking about. So right now we're in a current phase, right? Phase, you know, most of us are trying to go off the grid. As I've talked about before, I've turned my electric off. I am trying to still find land, but it is, I'm letting God do this. Maybe the reason why it hasn't happened yet. But um, right now I am pretty much off the grid and I do have plans and backup plans and triple backup plans. But right now I am trying to be self-sufficient where I am. And that is what survival is, learning and living it. It's ridiculous to say you're a survivalist and a prepper and all these different things that you've never actually, going on a, a camping trip, you know, every six months is not practicing a skill, okay? So I don't have electricity. I'm trying to learn how to do things the way people would have done them. And eventually I believe God is gonna lead his elect, his people together so if I don't find land, I, I'm trusting that God will somehow protect me where I am, which is rural. I will say that, although it's not rural, rural. You know, I'm not, you can, in the middle of nowhere, unfortunately. So I don't know if he'll protect me here or somehow in the near future, bring his elect together and bring us somewhere else or something just comes up and you know how God works, right? So I'm just stopping all the Facebook, looking and letting God take control. Just like the whole dating thing. I've given up on the dating apps. You can't force things. God, every time I try to force my hand, God smacks me down. So God is, Jesus is now totally in control of everything. And I'm saying that publicly. So the reason we get these battery boxes now for people like myself, there are a lot of people I met this weekend that were living in vans, converted almost school buses even, utility vans. Box trucks, pickups, anything you can imagine. They're building these off-the-grid vehicles, as well as RVs, that they are going to live on. And some of this is ex and really very, very, very smart. Now, these battery boxes allow you to power things that are nice. And this well, shit hasn't hit the fan yet, let's be honest. So, yes, it's nice to be able to turn on a microwave, blow dry your hair, things like that. Now, for me... I have businesses, um, you know, I'm in the fitness industry, so I'm at a gym all the time. So, you know, it's, I have electricity at work and things like that. I also have running water where I live um, and access to unlimited running water because we have a very low water table and we have a commu two community wells. So water right now is not an issue at all. Trust me on that one. Um, but I know people that don't have that luxury. They're digging primitive wells, purifying the water, or other options available to them. I always believe God sends you places when things are. I said, you know, I was fortunate to turn off my power and I have running water. So God is in control. I really believe that until the next step, I'm waiting for him. And that's something I'm going to tell people. Don't force things. You know, if you feel like you have to go up the grid, you feel like God's telling you to do this. Yes, he might be. But it doesn't mean spend your whole life saving on something that doesn't feel right or force yourself into a relationship or a business partnership or anything else. God will direct you. Just let it go. I've learned that the hard way. Okay. So these battery boxes are great. 
because you know if you're living in a van and there are people I met there full-time living in their vans or campers there was a couple they and the immediate family bought hunting land that's all it is hunting land so no electricity no power nothing there's some streams running through it and they are setting up these hunting cat you know camps and that will also be eventually this shit hits the fan that being said, it is nice to be able to plug in a microwave if it's cold and have some hot soup, right? And things like that. And there's other things you might want to have electric for, whether it's power tools, just many, many different things. And these battery boxes you can use indoors. It's not like a generator, but it's not unlimited power. You do have to recharge them, again, using either AC, DC, or solar. I will say the all-power one, I saw someone that has a van, they have 800 watts, so four, two, four, yeah, eight um, 200 watt panels, that's actually um, 1600 watts probably, going into this um, box, powering it, it recharged for them extremely quickly, plus they can use the solar directly, um, to power this continuously so they always will have power now each company that makes a battery box has some things that are similar some things are not um, I probably would not buy one again that has a, the Bluetooth although I thought it was cool I didn't realize that the AC did not work without the Bluetooth and that would be a problem in a real shit hits the fan situation but there are companies out there that um, do make them. I've also seen people take these boxes and learn how to basically chain them together and create a massive power source. I don't exactly know the ins and outs of this. I'm just basically learning. That's what I'm trying to do. But the solar is pretty, pretty amazing what you can do with that. And also directly power things. You, you can plug the solar panels also into an inverter. And then again, so there's many different things that you can use solar for. And these boxes just add convenience to everyday life. You know, if you are living in a camper, RV, car, whatever it is, it is nice to be able to have a little bit of power right now. We are not in a shit hit the fan situation, a refrigerator, things like that. Um, I know in my RV, I do have two batteries in there. And uh, don't forget one day propane and those things might be very expensive, very scarce, kerosene, things like that. The other nice thing about my little battery box is it heated up my electric blanket very, very nicely, my little portable heaters. And you don't have to run them consistently because it will drain the battery, but it does do extremely well for what it's supposed to do. See, survival isn't hoarding. Even if you're buying multiple battery boxes, they serve a practical function okay hoarding is things when you don't know where you're going to wind up or what's going to happen is not practical and i can't get this through enough you know people i read on some of the forums you know and i'm not talking about doomsday preppers you know or you know it hits a fit on facebook those things are a joke they talk about pickling you know cucumbers all the time I'm talking about real homesteading, off the grid kind of things. People that have made the move and are off the grid and are trying to figure out, okay, what I'm learning my skills, what to do next. 
And the only way you can learn is by participating hands-on and learning from people. That was a warning, please. When you go to any kind of events or shows or anything, okay, who does it? There's always going to be someone there that's going to try to say, I have some land I'm selling or leasing for homesteading. Please watch out for things like that. You do not want to lease homesteading land from someone. Again, let God just lead you in what you're supposed to do. For those of you in apartments, subdivisions, places like that, and you say, I can't leave, I'm trapped there. Is God going to leave me out? I hope so. I, I mean, I do. I believe you have to pray about, I mean, it's a very hard situation. One of the women there was talking about her family does live in a suburb of a very major city. They don't have the finances to leave. They don't want to go live in a car somewhere. They both do have jobs. They have kids. What are you supposed to do in a situation like that? And I'm like, there's nothing you can't do. That is for God and them to work out. Maybe eventually God will show them, lead them away. Maybe something will happen in their life. It will change. Things happen overnight. We don't know, but... Again, I you can't make people do something they don't want to do. In reality, if somebody truly believed it, they would find a way. And there it goes back to myself. As much as I prayed, and I have seen some land on Facebook, I'm not just going to go out by myself. I don't have the abilities myself. I don't have the capabilities. I don't have what it takes to go out on my own and live in homestead. I have dogs, I have a fence, you know, I have, I have a business still that's barely making a profit, but I'm not wanting to shut it down yet. And I don't want to go off the grid and live like it's 1890 right now completely, but I want to learn and be ready for that time when I believe God will lead his children out of Egypt, so to speak. That's what I call it. We're in Egypt right now and into the promised land. I don't know how it's going to play out. And I joke about this a little bit because I talked about some of my videos, you know, some one of my personal training clients, actually two of them. Oh, go on the dating sites. You have to meet someone, you know, if, you know, it's been two years, two and a half years, you know, and I'm forcing this issue. I don't want to be alone. I got to go meet, I got to meet, and it's one disaster after another disaster. And it just really hit me. I'm not supposed to be doing this. So listen to God. Listen to the universe, whatever you want to call it. Listen to the spirit. But if you're a Christian, listen to God. Listen to Jesus. Pray to him. And realize the devil is going to be after you. Whatever you want to call it, the evil spirits are going to be tormenting you. Spiritual warfare, right? Principalities in high places that influence everything. So when you come across that mean, evil person, remember, it's a, it's an evil entity. Because it, they have a spirit of them. It's controlling them. And you have to realize what we battle against. Also, something else, on YouTube, there are so many doomsday people out there. And they want to describe their channels. A lot of times they're selling things. And, you know, they've been preaching this for three years. Yes, we're in the closest nuclear war we've ever been. But, our number one, if there's a nuclear war, I don't want to survive it, point blankly to you. Number two, I don't think I'll, I believe Jesus will either come back or I'm not going to be here. My bet is... We are in the end of the end times. That's because what God has told me. I could be wrong. I, I hope I am. But in a way, I hope I'm not. It's a double-edged sword. But survivalism is preparing 
And in my heart, I know I'm being led in this direction. Something is going to happen. But it's not joining a group. It's not joining an organization. It's not, I'm going to disappear in my van by myself in the middle of nowhere. I can't explain it. I have desperately tried to fit in and find groups, organizations, people in the last two and a half years of 2020. And all I found is really a bunch of hypocrites and pretend posers and keyboard warriors and you know what I'm saying. Very few people unless you get into the pe- with the people like I've seen are truly really going off the grid and most people are going to think they are extremely crazy. Honestly. That is not the norm. It is not the norm. People are living in their cars and vans and building, you know, uh, it's not the norm. I do work with people that have been prepping for probably 20 years. They have compounds, up house, underground bunkers, things like that. That's not the norm. I was shocked when I first met them. But even he will say, God forbid I'm not there every day it hits a fan. So there's only so much we can do to prepare for survival. And when you're making those decisions, God's going to talk to each person. So I don't remember exactly how I thought about the battery boxes, but it was like a slap on the head. And really, I'll, I'll be honest, it was the smart meters that I refused to get from Dominion Energy, the whole fight with Dominion Energy. Go back and find my videos on Clapper and TikTok about that. I made some podcasts about it. Smart meters are nothing more than getting ready to be plugged into a smart city. They release radiation, EMF. At my work, I'm sick about 85 to 90% of the time. I cannot go in the back office. It makes me ill. We have another unit we work out of, same thing, because that smart meter is on the other side of the wall. I did not want it on my property. I was not going to be extorted by Dominion Energy. And unfortunately, eventually, everybody will have to give in and get that smart meter. I truly believe that. There are companies and small utility cooperatives and states that are fighting it and holding out. But eventually, everybody will be assimilated into this for their smart grid, smart city, smart everything. That's why I don't believe they want to nuke themselves because they have a plan. And that's part of Agenda 2021, Agenda 2030, Great Reset, whatever you want to call it. Artificial intelligence is not necessarily data on Star Trek. It means smart currency, smart wallets, all those things that we are seeing today. So the battery box, you know, when I turned off my power, when I started really realizing I was going to turn off my power, I was having this whole fight with Dominion Energy, um, I started going on Facebook, some of the survival groups, where I realized there was a bunch of junk, people talking about pickling cucumbers and stuff, but they call themselves doomsday preppers. And instead, I found a website on homesteading, and I contacted, believe it or not, um, people that are already doing it that I know through my work. And some of them are Mennonites, honestly. They um, are in a Mennonite community, or they know people in those communities that do survival. And that's how I first learned about these battery boxes or battery-powered generators. And to me, 
they, it, I've had, you know, I, that's why, that's where God led me at that point. But I will say after Hurricane Ian and the things that people say, it's something, again, the survivalist mentality is, if the grid went down for two weeks, three weeks, what would you do? Or if you refuse to be assimilated. You know, if they said tomorrow, they're talking about fuel court costs, heating costs, going up 70% in New England. People in Great Britain and all over Europe cannot afford to get the fuel to heat their homes. It's either eat or heat your home. What are you going to do? Again, if you have fireplaces and you have resources, you know, the wood burning stove or anything like that, you're set if you have an older home. But for many of us who don't have those resources, we need to look at what we would do to keep warm. And there's many different options out there depending on your situation. I have seen people building primitive um, huts that their family could go to basically create a warm environment. Think of Indians and teepees, right? Um, to, you know, kerosene, propane, propane, but those things are going to be very expensive. That's the problem here. People can't get the fuels to heat those, even butane. So you have to find ways that you are going to be able to survive. I have talked about, you know, the thermals, getting, making sure you have clothes that are rated refrigerated to extreme temperatures. Um, but again, those, the battery power backup generator is a great way to be able to stay warm. Also, USB little hand warmers, USB little tiny heaters. People think they're a joke. I'm a 200 watt heater in a small space, you're going to be extremely warm, point blankly. So do think about things like that as well. And my point for tonight is look into these kind of supplies, but don't just jump into something. Research it. You might make a wrong choice. You might make a right choice. The nice thing about these is if you do make a wrong choice, I guarantee you somebody will buy it because it might be what they're looking for. But even if it's not exactly what you want, God might want you to have it for a purpose and it might serve a very valuable purpose down the road you don't know. So if you're like me and you don't have a lot of resources and I had to save up to buy this and I couldn't even get the solar panels for it because I could not afford them at this time, think about it. I do have two 100 watt solar panels that I can connect to my Duracell or to this. But it's not enough, really. But again, I'm just trusting God when I have the resources. He'll direct you and direct people to what they need to do. Lastly, I want to say something about survival, prepping, things like that. 99% of every prepping group you'll see on Facebook, Telegram, everywhere else, are not preppers or keyboard warriors. 99% of every Second Amendment group you're going to say are not what you know they are. They're keyboard. And so be careful when it comes to keyboard warriors. They will give you the worst advice. They are looking for other keyboard warriors to play keyboard warrior games with. And you'll know the truth about it is, if you are serious as a survivalist and a prepper, a conspiracy realist, a Christian, you will be ostracized. 
I'm going to tell you right now. If you truly believe, you'll be ostracized. And I say this in everything I do to reiterate this point. All the patriots, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And they put a mask on to go to work every day. Or they got vaccinated, or they sent the kids to public school. Oh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Keyboard warrior, live action role play on the weekend. They're not survivalists. They're not prepper. They're a game player. See, they're the ones that Christians don't deny Christ. When all this was going on, the whole COVID scandemic, I was in a Second Amendment group. They like to call themselves the M-word, which I'll do another video about why they'll never, there is no militia, per se, as it used to be. Now, there could be if um, a sheriff department or, you know, a sheriff wanted to deputize everybody, I guess you could say. But someone asked me that question. I'm kind of rambling a little bit on this podcast. Say, someone asked me, what do you think of a well-regulated militia? Do you think we could have one? No. What does well-regulated mean? <laughs> In South Carolina, and other, some, I believe some other states, it says every citizen is actually part of the unorganized militia, meaning that against tyranny, it is your right and obligation to take up weapons and arms. But that is not a well-regulated militia. Okay. I have been in groups on and off since the mid-2000s, even when they didn't call themselves a militia back in those days, people knew what they were in a way. And the reason is the word well-regulated, you know. If you go back and read the Founding Fathers, they were true survivalists, true preppers, in a way. They had to. I mean, that was the lifestyle they lived, right? You know, kill, grill it, fire, you know. But they practice that they lived it they learned they constantly were evolving and what skills they needed to survive but they also trained and every town had a local militia and they would muster weekly bi-weekly it didn't matter what color you were you can read this in national archives you can read in library of congress Women had a role, children had a role, and it was to defend their community. And when the Redcoats wanted to take the armaments, they had to go defend them. And then, of course, the British came to what? Their communities, and they had to defend. There was no standing army. The militia took the place of a standing army, and George Washington never wanted a standing army because he realized that army could be used against the people. That's what the monarchs in Europe did. But to me, you can't have well-regulated militia anymore. Number one, what would that mean, well-regulated? It would mean that you have to first, as a fitness person, uh, be able to actually walk a mile, pass a basic boot camp, um, not be overweight, be healthy, not um, need medication to stay alive. I mean, I mean, I don't want to be cool and, that, and horrible, but it's the truth. Same thing with preppers and survivalists. You can't call yourself a prepper and a survivalist if you have 50 kinds of medications, especially ones that have to be refrigerated. 
You can't call yourself a prepper or a survivalist if you're not willing to homeschool your children when tyranny rules in the schools. You're not a prepper and a survivalist or a patriot if you're going to bow and conform to Big Brother, fascist regime, for a paycheck, for a house, for a car, or to please your family, friends, or anybody else. Sorry. There will never be a well-regulated militia. And that's just the bottom line. If it hits a fan, God will bring groups of people together. I believe that all my heart. And those with the means and the gumption to fight will fight against, you know, if it's a red dawn, who knows what's going to happen. But the majority of people will roll over just like they did in March of 2020. Honestly. That's, I mean, that's just the honest truth. And it doesn't matter. So people like to prep, like to feel good. And that's why they'll stockpile their water, they'll do all this. But for them to go out on a weekend and learn about solar power, learn how to build aqueducts, learn how to dig a primitive well, how to make a primitive fence, how to do barbed wire, how to build perimeter fencing, how to store meats, get into real skills and to put their resources, time, energy, even money into it is not something people are willing to do. They're willing to maybe go once, you know, a month and run around the woods in Mossy Oak, but most of them are, you know, if they can even run, or they might be willing to sit on Facebook and talk a bunch of crap and pickle, you know, make their pickles. That doesn't mean anything. So ask yourself, what is a survivalist? What, what is your goal? What, do you really believe in anything? Most Americans don't. People think I'm insane. And I'll be honest, when I met people this weekend living in a van that they converted into a home, and there was, more, and there was several of them that are doing this now, and I've gone off the grid. To me, that's even more extreme than what I have done. But that is where God has led them. I'm not there yet. But we believe, I believe, it's coming. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I did not give in to my convictions. You know how easy it would have been to put a smart meter on my home and just said, screw it. But I wasn't going to do it. See, I don't, my work, that business, I don't own much drip mall. I'm not in control of it. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to rent space there. I, I don't have a choice right now. But this is my home and I have a choice. And I'm not going to be extorted out of thousands of dollars by Dominion Energy. So I am empowered to say I am free. There's nothing more empowering to say I don't need I don't need. The government today wants everybody to need. That's the basis of a one world global government. They want us to need them. I don't need. I'm not going to bow. I don't need them. Now, let me say, I'm not a sovereign citizen. I don't recommend anyone, you know, 
break the law. I know that people say, I don't believe in license plates, I don't believe in driver's licenses, I don't believe in this, I don't believe in that. I'm not going to tell you what to do or not to do. I am not in that, I'm not going that way unless it becomes very, very dire. We're talking eminent collapse of society, the purge, you know what I'm saying. At this point in time, I am doing what I can do within my legal means not to bow to the government. That means I can choose not to give Dominion Energy more of my money. They're a pawn in the government. I can choose to refuse to be plugged into that smart meter, smart city, smart grid. I'm not going to have a digital wallet. I'm not going, you know, it really, I was at Walmart. I, I, I went to Walmart today and I went to self-checkout. It says, you know, recording in progress. Even my little tiny redneck Dollar General now, they have one little self-checkout and it says recording in progress. I know it says to stop you from stealing, but the camera's pointing at your face, not your hands. I always tell people when you go to checkout, put on big black sunglasses and a hoodie. Yep, and, throw, and if you really want to be good, just put your um, screen mask on and there you go. Now you checked out, they have no idea who you are. Tell them you're getting ready for the next triple um, Omicron, Biocron, Megatron epidemic. I'm Cliff McKinney. Please look into the battery boxes, though. I really think they are a good investment. I ramble, 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 I know. But I really think for families and people, they are a very good investment. I, don't th I think having a backup form of electricity is very, very important. And even on a long trip, I think having something like that in your car, camping, whatever it is, is important. And if you're looking for the skills for survival, get off of the Doomsday Preppers on Facebook and start looking around and finding out what people are doing physically and go start going out hands-on and learning some of the primitive skills, the old ways, the old paths. Learn. And it doesn't mean you have to give up everything in life now and go, you know, live like it's 1800. But that's the mindset you should have. That's the mindset you need to have. I spend time thinking about where I get food, what would I do? How long, you know, escape route, you know. I plan, but I also am not jumping ahead of myself anymore. And I'm not putting my faith in human beings because they're fallen. I'm going to put my faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm close to Kitty. Thank you for letting me ramble and have a blessed night. And find me on Clapper. It is an app, Kalishna Kitty SC. Mm -hmm.